SOS Radio On Demand. It changed my heart. On Demand. It changes your life. Thanks for downloading Scott Harold's podcast. School's almost out. It's been an exhausting year, physically, emotionally. And I'll tell you what, we're talking with Bill Wadley. And we're talking about how we recharge over the summer, how we can kind of come back strong in this fall. Bill's the founder of Capstone Christian Academy in Las Vegas. How are you, Bill? I am terrific. How about you? Doing well, doing well. I know school gets out for our kids, and then it's only a matter of days before we hear those dreaded words, right? I'm bored. You know, what are some of the ways that parents can sort of incorporate into their kids' schedule to find ways to help them grow spiritually over the summer? I think the first thing is setting the example. Kids catch more by seeing what their parents do rather than being lectured about it or pushed. And I think you know, first the parents spending their time, you know, with God and the Word and and their Devo time. And then depending on the child's age, you know, involving them or sharing with them over breakfast what, you know, you heard two or three days a week. Each child has a different hunger or a different amount of hunger for God. I think a mistake I made, I'm the king of making a lot of mistakes, is I push faith on my kids rather than letting them feeding into their interest. So I think just every opportunity to look for if there's a book they're interested in, if they like prayer more than they like Bible verses, or, you know, just how does this verse apply to, you know, what's going on in the situation with your friends? That I think would be the first thing to do this summer. That's an interesting point, because when you think about, like, what are my kids interested in in regard to faith? Because some of our kids, they're more into, like, the mathematical, scientific sort of brains, and they like to process things. And, you know, maybe you talk a little bit more about the logic and reasoning with them or the philosophy behind things with them. And then our other kids are just natural prayer warriors, right? And then we have the creatives that are just natural worshipers, and they're artsy, and they like to make videos, and they like to edit things and record things and do music. And it's like, you know— I want to talk to you about that. Let's talk about King David and how he was making music and how he was dancing. Or maybe you're more of the intellectual like Paul who was who was going through all kinds of deep theological training. And you know, we can talk about that part. We can we can go deep with these kids in a different way than we want to go deep with our creatives. The best advice I could give is to go to the number one source of advice, and that's to spend time in prayer for each child and then ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. There's so many different routes that a child would express their interest in growing closer to the Lord. And I think, you know, asking God to help open those doors for you. And then when those windows of opportunity open, you know, dive in with enthusiasm and just, you know, whatever, you have to stop what you're doing to talk about something or go do something. You know, I want to help the homeless. Okay, let's go. You know, I, I don't understand this verse in the Bible. Let's go. And it's a, But faith, just like God does with us, he attracts us. He has open arms. He stands at the door and gently knocks. He does not push it on us. Like I say, that's a a mistake I made, and I'm I'm so uh, grateful that we figured that out before we started Capstone because we're going to nurture faith. We're not going to push it. Yeah, so you just started with your first class of preschoolers recently, and then your first elementary class is going to start in August. Yes, it's super exciting greeting each child and each parent. And, you know, it's every child is uniquely and wonderfully made. And it was interesting to see how the different, you know, each child, you know, handled it walking through the front door. 
you know, one of them was all enthusiastic, go Capstone, and a little poor little boy was crying, and each of the parents remember those moments. We have a tremendous opportunity this summer as our schedules naturally change, and we can take authority over that. We're talking about the whole idea of how we create world changers, and we're talking with Bill Wadley from Capstone Christian Academy. I'll tell you what, you know, we think about like, okay, I'm one person. How do I change the world? There's some good in our world. There's some evil in our world. Recently, it feels like there's a whole lot more of the evil and We want to challenge our kids to step up and take authority over their worldview, Bill. What do you suggest in creating real world changers? I think the first thing is setting examples wherever you get the opportunity, but helping them understand what a world-changing leader is and just pointing to different examples like Paul, you know, who wrote a lot of the New Testament, or Moses, who rescued a million people from slavery. Um, or Joseph, who started out being cast into slavery and ended up saving his whole nation from famine and the surrounding nations. And they did that with different character traits. And so I think figuring out the character traits of a world-changing leader, we've adopted nine of them, like courage and excellence and integrity and discernment, you know, and having an opportunity to talk to the child, well, is that you know, is that good integrity? What would good integrity look like in that situation? Just the character traits, figuring out which ones you feel called to try to instill and develop in your children, and then just looking for those open doors to do it. We're talking about instilling the character traits of leadership into our kids. And I'll tell you what, this summer is a great time to revisit that. Our schedule was rolling our lives through over these last couple of months, right? In the pandemic and online and in-person learning and trying to make sense of all of it. But now that we're here in summer, it's like we have an opportunity. We can take authority over that as parents. And we're talking with Bill Wadley, and he's the founder of Capstone Christian Academy. And a couple of minutes ago, you were talking about the characters for world-changing leaders. And I think that also applies to our family sometimes, because you could say, you know, as a Wadley, this is what we stand for. Or as a Herald, this is what we stand for. And when we can instill those things and champion certain values in our kids and use that to benchmark where we want to see them grow. Bill, what have you found is the best way to sort of nurture that forward when we see potential in our kids that's not quite fulfilled yet? The best way, I think, is first to set the example. And I You know, I'm a parent in in my earlier years that didn't set a good example. So I've really kind of learned the hard way, the importance of that. But them seeing vulnerability in me when I make a mistake to admit it and to ask for forgiveness. And then my trying to set example, you know, in an integrity area I just talked about or courage. You know, sometimes we have a hard thing that we have to do with a, you know, somebody in our life that we have to speak the truth and love to our children are going to encounter those same things, you know, relationship skills, you know, helping our children see us handle conflict with them and with our spouses in a healthy way. You know, conflict shouldn't be a win-lose. It should be a win-win. And, you know, I like to kind of draw the picture that you put the conflict on the table and you both sit on the same side. So it's us against the conflict. It isn't against us against each other for competing ideas. You know, it's choosing love. I choose to love you, even though I may not, you know, like the situation or, you know, overlooking our weaknesses. You know, 
how many weaknesses has God overlooked in me? And, you know, how can I love the people? Everybody's going to have weaknesses and love them, you know, despite their weaknesses. Try to see the positive side in their weaknesses. And if we could help our children to see their friends, you know, through the lens of they have a few weaknesses, but, you know, they're my friend because, you know, or I want to be God's love. I want to show God's love to them and their weaknesses. So those are, there's just abundant opportunities there. Again, spending time with God's word, letting him send those messages to our hearts, and then looking for the opportunity to share those with their kids. We're talking about working through conflict today at SWS Radio. We're talking with Bill Wadley. He's the founder of Capstone Christian Academy, which just opened up. And I'll tell you what, Bill, you were talking a minute ago about dealing with conflict. Like, rather than looking at like, okay, there's two sides of the table, me versus you. You're on this side, I'm on one side. Turning that around and saying, no, 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 no. We're both on the same side of the table, and the conflict is on the other side that we're working through. It's a real neat paradigm that just came to me, and I don't always exemplify it, but when I remember to, it's neat to, we're against this together. And I don't need to say something hurtful or mean to my child or my spouse because there's this problem in our life. I don't need to blame them. You know, really, I want to try to look at it as an opportunity to grow. You know, that God says that all things work together for the good in the lives of those that love him. So trusting that these difficult situations that come up, that there's a purpose in it and that there's good that's going to come out of it. Now, Bill, your grandson showed at an early age that he obviously had a gift of leadership and you saw an amazing transformation in him even before he was really even five or six, right? Yeah, I love my grandson. I love all my grandkids, but I didn't really think that you would do much to mold the future leaders of the world until they got into the higher grades, you know, maybe the middle of elementary. And when he was three years old, he was energy on wheels. You know, his mom would tell him, you know, to do something and he'd holler out, no. And she'd say, get in the car. And he'd go bolting down the road and, and she'd have to be running <laughs> chase after it. I'm, I'm trying not to laugh. You know, he had a lot of energy and, and challenges. And she used a curriculum that we're going to use at Capstone, Love and Logic Parenting, and, and put a lot of effort into understanding him, talking it over with her husband. And over the course of two years, he's a five-year-old now. He's going to be attending Capstone. And he is a whole different child. He, he now says, Grandpa, am I being a good boy? And he his mom was bragging on him the other day that he knows everything his little sister's supposed to have and not supposed to have. And she, he likes takes care of her. And he's even saying, yes, ma'am. And those are a lot of those are leadership qualities. He used to tell a bunch of lies and now he's much better at that. And so, you know, he's learned respect and he's learned better relationship skills and he's learned better discernment. And that happened at such a young, a beautiful age. Now, Bill, you founded Capstone Christian Academy with the goal of training and educating the next generation of leaders. I mean, this is like 14 years in the works, huh? That it has been. <laughs> I was raised in poverty with two fathers and three mothers and welfare and homeless and somehow got snatched out of that and enlisted in the Army and somehow got into West Point and somehow graduated. And at West Point, I learned leadership. I learned, you know, to develop and use my mind. Um, my, the faith environment was very good there. 
And that opened a ton of opportunities to me. And it made me really think I could make a difference in the world. And I hope at Capstone that we're going to, besides providing a premier education, that we're going to help each child believe that they can change the world. And we're going to do that by discovering and developing their gifts and their passions, you know, in partnership with the parents. And then we're going to give them leadership opportunities. You know, even a kindergartner can lead prayer. He can give a little speech in front of the class. He can lead his group project. And we're going to give them opportunities while they're still in school to use and develop their leadership skills. And then we're going to send them out doing some things while they're in school. And when they leave school, you know, whatever their interest is, whether it's medicine or science or athletics or business, education, and send them out that excellence brings influence and you can change the world, especially if you follow the tug on your heart by God. I just get thrilled thinking about it, of how many world-changing leaders we're going to be able to send out over the coming decades. Thanks for listening to the SOS Radio Podcast with Scott Harold. If this discussion encouraged you, feel free to share it with your friends on social media.